genre. Do it to it. Let's do it to it. <laughs> what? I don't. I don't know. It's just. It's funny. Making fun of my phrases. No. No, but what do I know that from? I know I know that from somewhere. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's like some show that does that a lot. Let's do it to it. I just don't remember what it is. Someone will tell us, I guess. Every time I like listen to the soundtrack for Steven Universe, I always laugh at that him going like, I don't want to see your gut. I want to see your guts. I <laughs> always think that's great. I'm like, that's a good line. I like it. Uh, I'm such a fan of like, oh, there's so many really good lines. We, we were going to talk about Steven Universe today instead of this. We'll do it later. Because we're going to watch new episodes. Guys, if you're listening and you listened to... Uh, if you're subscribed to us on Patreon, you might have listened to us talk about Steven Universe last weekend. <laughs> it's not what we're here to talk about today, though. No. No. We, we solemnly swear we're up to no good. good. Welcome back, everybody, to Harry Potter in the Chamber of Minutes, a fan podcast where we overanalyze the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. And I'm Patricia Coke. And today we're talking about minute number 33. Minute 33 starts with uh, Hedwig's Cage flying. <laughs> and it ends with a very happy filch. That doesn't happen much. Right? I'm like, can you say he's happy? Oh, he he's, seems he's, so delighted. He's, yeah, I was going to say delighted is a better word. Yeah. So... The, you know, the kids got ejected last week, last minute, yesterday, and then today the, the car tips the chairs again and shoves out uh, Hedwig and, and Scabbers to, to the correct people. It, it throws Hedwig to Harry and Scabbers to Ron. <laughs> like, it knows, see? Like, I don't know. It yeah. knows who goes to who. It, 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 it's, it's aware. All you hear is a squeaky for Scabbers. Like, squeaky. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Ron grabs the cage and he lifts it up to his face and he's like, Scabbers! And then we have a cut that's like cut to like us looking at Scabbers in the cage. Like we're in Ron's POV for a second. And uh, I don't know. Scabbers. I like Scabbers. Okay. It's weird to me to think about Peter Pettigrew as Scabbers in in the first couple movies (laughs) because he's so just... He's just a rat. Like a, he, he's just a rat. Yeah, he's like a non-character. Granted. But we have to remember that, that Scabbers is here. Yes, Scabbers he is. is watching. He is aware. Always watching. Always. Always. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're dorks. I, I don't know. And then the car takes off. And of course it does. This is, this is the point where I think we've got, like... This car is... Sent, like, this car is alive now. It is it is doing stuff. It has a mission. Not a mission. But it's, like, found its home, I guess. Like, I'm done with y'all. <laughs> like, I'm gonna live here now. Yeah. Yeah, it's because, you know, like, like 
It's a car. It's a car. It's a it's a tool for people to use. It is a a vehicle that that one drives, parks in their garage or whatever. And it was it seems you know we don't know how long Arthur had the car for, but it seems like it was okay being their car. Right. I mean, it, it seems like it could have left it anytime it wanted to. Do you th- I don't <laughs> think that's true though. No, maybe not. I, I think that it definitely has to... I, I'm going to keep going back to this, but I think it definitely has to do with the fact that it's, like, at Hogwarts now. Yeah. Like, it's at this place that is, like, inherently magical, like, deeply magical. And, uh, I don't know. It's weird that this is the decision that the car makes. And I, I hate saying, like, like, like it's making a decision, but we have to. The car chooses, after getting attacked by the Whomping Willow, I guess on one hand, like, you are... Ron was not the best of drivers, he wasn't in control when it crashed into the car or into the... Maybe they were fighting each other. Maybe the maybe the car would have just landed, but because Ron and Harry were, like, pulling on the levers and maybe it wasn't that it wasn't responding, but it was just, like, fighting back. Right. So, like, now both of them are wrestling control of the car and so it, it, it crashes <laughs> into the tree and gets beat up by the Whomping Willow. And when it finally gets away, it's like, okay, first off, done with y'all kids. <laughs> I ain't a babysitter. I get you out of here. You're gonna get me in. You're gonna get me destroyed. Mm-hmm. So he kicks him out of the car, so that now it has free reign to like behave on its own. And it's like, I'm going to the forest. I'm gonna live here now. So I really, really love the juxtaposition of the car driving through the castle because it's it's such. An anachronism. Mm-hmm. It is. It is the most muggle of muggle technologies, like a car, something that like no most car wizards would never even need or consider. No, having, and then it's driving through this castle, Hogwarts Castle, which has been here for over a thousand years. This like old world and new world, cra- literally crashing together. I like it. I think it looks, uh, I think it's cool. So we just see it kind of rolling through the, rolling through Alnswick Castle and it goes through this tunnel and then it takes off by Hagrid's hut. Hagrid's hut makes a cameo appearance. There's like smoke in like, what I guess would be like what a fire pit in front of Hagrid's hut. Like he's got like a little cook fire out there or something. Do you see right here? I see. I mean, it doesn't look like it's, like, flaming anymore. No, it looks like it's been put out, but it's still smoking. smoke. Mm -hmm. And then the car rolls off into the castle and Ron... Or into the forest, and Ron goes, Dad's gonna kill me. Yeah, you think? Yeah. Yeah. Cut to... Harry and Ron dropping off their pets in their trunk. And I guess people arrive at school and they just drop all their stuff in the Great Hall. Right, it makes me think, like, when you go to sixth grade camp... And, like, they just dump everything out in this one area, but you don't even, like, put it away first. You go and you go to, like... You go eat. You go eat, and they introduce and do all this whole thing. And then, yeah. like, your stuff is taken to whatever your cabin is and blah, blah, blah. So house elves are doing think, that while, uh... Yeah, apparently. While, uh, they're all eating. It's a lot of work, poor things. I mean, there's there's an army of them beneath the school. <laughs> an army. Could be. Could you imagine? Again... Like, rebelling house elves, overthrowing their masters. Be unstoppable. Especially with as many as we assume would be working there. I imagine there would be a lot. Because it's take care of a whole school. 
Yeah. Presumably they're taking care of a thousand people at any given time. Yikes. Yeah. I just, I still think that number's way too high, but that's what, that's what Joe said on yeah. an interview or something. Who's to argue with her, right? Yeah. No, but they're, they're, they're going into the conversation as if nothing happened. Yeah. I like that Harry's like, see you later, Hedwig. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then, yeah, no, the, the, it's not even that they just launch into this conversation. It's the way they launch into the conversation. Like, cause Harry, Harry could, Harry could say, I don't know. He's a 12 year old. There could be a more eloquent way, elo- eloquent way of saying this. So he just goes, so, so a house self shows up in my bedroom. Yeah. It's like, okay, great uh, segue there. Yeah, Mary. yeah, that's like, the thing is, like, it just, it's so jarring. It's so, so separate from what just happened. Yeah. Like, all this just happened. You could be, like, going, like, oh, my God, I can't believe that happened. Oh. Like, <laughs> like you know, that would think yeah. that's what normally yeah. would be happening right now. Like, oh, my God, like, did that tree really attack like, us? Oh, oh my God. Like, oh. What is it even doing here? Like, are you okay? Like, I don't think I'm hurt. Like, oh. Oh, but man, no. you broke your wand. That really sucks. Nope, just... So, the so house elf a house my, elf shows my, up in my, my bedroom. bedroom. We can't get through the platform nine and three quarters. A tree tries to murder us. <laughs> I guess someone doesn't want me at school. Like a Harry. It's not, Harry. All, about, it's not all about you. Calm down. Mm, it is right? titled after him. It, it is. But, <laughs> I mean, your friend just like broke their wand. That's, yeah. kind, of, that's kind of important. That's kind of a big deal. Well, see, another thing is it's also, it's also very presumptuous that Harry immediately lumps like the tree attacking them into like someone is trying to stop Harry from coming. It's like, no, like, that didn't happen like, because of you. That happened because of both of you making a very bad decision. As if, as if, I, okay. This isn't their fault. <laughs> yeah. Dobby crushed the car into the tree. <laughs> I don't think that's what yeah. happened. Yeah. Yeah. Dobby's somewhere like on the field, like next to Hagrid's like hut. <laughs> yeah. Like, doing whatever magic he could do. The car. Jinxing the car. So that it'll crash. <gasps> Dobby gave the car sentience. <laughs> right? Like, I don't know. Just yeah, yeah. It's so it's so weird. It's it's like last year's Snape is only as Dobby. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely Dobby. like how it's weird how Harry lumps the tree in with these other two occurrences. Yeah. They definitely don't go together. <laughs> no, they don't. So they come up the stairs, uh, round the corner, Harry's talking to Ron, and then we get to, uh, the top of the staircase when he's like, like, I think someone doesn't want me coming back to school or something like that. And we get this over the shoulder shot of Filch with Mrs. Norris. And then we get the prettiest Mrs. Norris shot She's so in pretty. any movie because we see like her eyes look all red. And yeah, they're, uh, they're, they're amber, but the fire is, like, making them very fiery. Yeah, fiery. it's really, really cool. She's such a pretty kitty. She's such a pretty cat. She's very fluffy. And then we pan up to, <laughs> to, to Filch. And I think Filch says something. I don't remember. Oh, I think he, I, I think Filch says, like, like, take a good look. This night could be your last or something like that. Could very well be your last. So he, he hears that Harry's like, he must have overheard Harry. Harry's saying like, I guess someone doesn't want me back at school. And he's like, yeah, this might be your last time. Enjoy it while you can. Yeah. Oh boy. Are someone the kids going to get trouble. expelled? <laughs> That's tomorrow. I know. 
I love that line. That's my favorite Filch line. I love this picture. This is totally the picture for the minute, though. Look <laughs> at that face. Literally, like, the, the one-minute mark. Like, right on the cusp of today's minute into tomorrow. He's got the smuggest of grins. Filch is so delighted that these kids are going to get punished. He... We'll talk more about Filch next week. We have an extended sequence at the beginning of the week next week that uh, that is really important to Filch's character. Yes. We'll, we'll get to that. That's uh, spoilers for Monday, folks. I was taking my notes today and was like, oh, I, I forgot that this was in the movie. Or in this cut of the movie, I should say. So that's going to be fun to talk about. I love Filch. I, I think this guy... David Bradley is so good. <laughs> like he just he he gives he pours everything into Filch, and it's just it's really satisfying. And you don't get him very often, but when you do, he it's shines. Like, it's just great. Yeah, his it's interesting because like he definitely has this chemistry with the kids because he's he's in charge, right? Like even though Filch is just, do we give him a title? hall monitor like custodian yeah (laughs) even though filch seems to be like not really even part of the staff right he has authority over these kids even the cat has like a job to play yeah well in the book in the book she gets so much more to do oh i know in the book they're constantly talking about how mrs norris has gone off to find filch it's like oh no we gotta get out of here before she comes back yeah because uh (laughs) she she's like, on his team, she's like an extension of Filch in an interesting way. Yeah, it's like almost like like, like she's a little like, grown going out have... about looking for things. I, cats don't typically behave like that. That would take a lot of training. Yeah. But I mean, like, it could happen, I suppose. Yeah, so like, like you and your cat are walking through the halls of hogwarts in the middle of the night when all the kids are supposed to be in bed she's in one wing of the school and you're in another yeah and she finds a student she takes off uses the secret passageways because filch knows most of the secret passageways so of course the cat does Uh uh-huh and uh and so he arrives to like catch the student yeah it's just like an interesting it's a lot of it's a very elaborate relationship it's cute i kind of like it i do too it gives (laughs) it gives filch something that i think uh no one else possesses. No, and 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 it's like and it's like a it's a bad misconception to be like oh because like he's seen as like not necessarily a good guy like because he's against the students that you would think like oh like he's, he doesn't deserve a pet or doesn't deserve blah 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 but it's like oh you could tell that that cat is his whole world yeah like it's literally he all he her. has so well he loves that cat which makes me so heartbroken when he sees her petrified i mean yeah. that's getting ahead of ourselves but he looks so sad and distraught filch, filch gets good stuff in this movie it's like oh that cat means a lot to him and yeah. i like that yeah he does love that cat i just love this picture that we're frozen this uh, still he's doing the whole james bond villain thing he's stroking mrs norris yes oh my god filch's blofeld (laughs) that look on his face just petting mrs norris (laughs) we meet again mr potter (laughs) exactly (laughs) Uh, uh i like that me too me too i'm ready to get to tomorrow we have more filch stuff tomorrow i know tomorrow 
The next two minutes are more elaborate. I think this week is getting heavier. We're at Hogwarts. We're back at school. Well, now that we're back at Hogwarts, yes. We're back at school. We'll have a They're class all... next week. Yeah. It's crazy to me how quick we're going to we're gonna get into like, it now we're that we're here. We're through the doors. Yeah. Yeah, we are inside the castle. Not just on the grounds getting whomped around. <laughs> whomped. <laughs> uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us for another minute. Of course, as always, you can find us over on uh, Harry Potter Minute and Listener's Army on Facebook and join the conversation. Go find us on Apple Music and give our Apple Podcasts and give us a uh, five-star rating and review so that other people can find the show and come back tomorrow, minute 34 of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Mischief Managed. <laughs>